dude. 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 Bill, this screwdriver, he just rolled into a bar the other day, and uh, the bartender said, hey, we have a drink named after you. And the screwdriver squealed, and he said, you have a drink named Philip? <laughs> He said, no, we have a drink named Rolling Screw. <laughs> I don't know why I like that joke. Oh my God. Like, you have a drink oh named my... Philip? You know, that reminds me of that, of that silly movie, Narnia, which is not silly, that, where the, the guy says, get along, boy, get along, boy. And, and he's, he's on the horse, and the animals can, of course, talk. And he said, turns around and says, the name's Philip. <laughs> oh, really? Maybe that's partly, partly wanna, where that joke comes from. I think he was from. on one of the second or third Narnias, but yeah. the, the name's Philip. He looked over his shoulder. I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. That was that was that was a quick line. Yeah. I've never. I didn't look that up, you know. But I, I'm sure the the Phillips screwdriver that surely was named after some guy named Philip. Mr. Philip or Philip something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Here Welcome we are. Welcome to Wacky Poem Live. You're welcome. Episode right. 98. Ooh, 98. <laughs> that was a good year, I think. 98. Yeah. We are getting close to 100, obviously, mm-hmm. and having our big blowout episode right. filmed and with guest stars. And we just lined up a, a wonderful local celebrity, Les Kern. Yes. I'm saying it now so he won't back out. <laughs> He's committed. He's committed here in our little town of Locust Grove. Way back in the day, we used to have this thing called the Goose Grab and uh, not not uh, allowed anymore. <laughs> because you know what? I've been I've been goosed and it's not fun. You know, it's it's, it's usually in the rear end. You get goose, you get it was goose. a different kind of goose, Bill. <laughs> And Les is going to come in, and he's 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 got a lot of little uh, history of the town uh, in his head, and he's going to come in and talk about the goose grab. That will be. I'm going to try to keep a straight face, which (laughs) I'm going to. I can tell I'm going to be chuckling over this. You know. So that'll be our our hundred episode. We're going to be recording that actually next week. We're going to do some little podcasts back to back because then I'm leaving you. She's leaving. <laughs> she's leaving. Not on a jet plane, but she's leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> she's she's leaving. Aren't you my the, vacation. Aren't I'll you just going, be gone for like ten days. And you're going. You're not going to the are, to the sea this time, are you? Are you going to the ocean? I must go down to the sea. You must again. go to the sea. Okay, but yes. okay. Yeah, well, well, we are. I, I envy you. Yeah, yeah, I know. The sound of the ocean. The which I guess could have something to do with today's topic because we're talking about dudes mm-hmm. and nowadays the the word dude is mainly associated with um surfers isn't it don't you think i think a lot of it is mm-hmm. surfers mm-hmm. and a lot of it is the young people's uh the way they speak to each other and the way they get their attention or, or the, address each other mm-hmm. dude. dude and what's funny is they might be saying dude that lipstick looks amazing on you because you know <laughs> girls call other girls yeah and women call other women dude yeah it is it is gender gender neutral now yeah even though it wasn't whenever it was first um came into our lexicon mm-hmm. yeah lexicon it's like a big car but why um why do i want to think of john wayne duke I'm getting Duke and Dude mixed up because I kept thinking John Wayne was a dude, but he was a dude. Yeah. But he yeah, was the he, Duke also. He could be a dude, but he, he, was, he was also was a, a dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why we are talking about dude today, because we are coming to you, of course, from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. And we normally talk about a poem that someone has left in the museum, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh-huh. So yeah. we have a little exhibit. It's part of the exhibit called 15 Tip. 15 themes in poetry, and we've talked about 
things that were left on this particular area before. It is in the theme of love. Love. And yeah. there's, if you're not listening to us on wackypoemlife.com, go over there and you'll see the pictures. You'll see the pictures of the hand that we're talking about. Just a, uh, somebody traced their hand on a piece of paper and then wrote the, the poem on it and then cut out the hand and hung it up on the wall there. And uh, that was the prompt there at the, at the love wall was to, there's a bunch of hands there's mm-hmm. a bunch of stuffed hands hanging yeah. there, mm-hmm. <laughs> leather gloves, you. really, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just to to talk about um, oh the sense of of touch or taking someone's hand or just you know um, being in affection. love with someone, yeah. And the, the human connection sh- yeah. between people, love. Yeah. I found it interesting that dude hand was in love mm-hmm. section, uh-huh. and you know after I read the dude. Uh, poem. I, I have a comment about it. Okay. Imagine that. Yeah. Okay. So this one was put there not too long ago, and I remember the guy that came in and wrote it. I don't remember his name right now, but yeah, I, I remember the guy, and uh, he he had a a large hand. You can see in the picture, and, and he's got a lot of words on it. And listeners, if you look at the photo <laughs> of the dude hand, you'll see he didn't waste any space. No, no. No space is wasted. All right. Okay. So how, how about you read I'll one? read it. Yeah, what was on the hand. Okay. Dude, I, I've named the poem Dude Hand. I took okay. liberty. <laughs> Get to know the dude inside of you. We are all dudes, big and small. Dude is love. Dudes do the right thing. Because it's the right thing. My dude. Bring little dude. You and big dude together. Be an unabashed dude. Much love, my dudes. <laughs> Unity. We are never alone. We are never alone. Yeah. Now, I think. Dude. Dude. dude <laughs> that's deep, dude. Dude. You know, I always think of like. Um, deep in the dude. I always dude. think of uh, uh, Sean Penn's character on mm-hmm. uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont yes. High. Yes. Dude. <laughs> Did you get. You know, um, Did you order a pizza? Hey, I, I just made another connection. <laughs> what was the name of the uh, history teacher in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I don't know. But Mr. He, uh, hand. Hand. Mr. Hand. Wow. And Sean Penn was always saying, dude. Yeah. You guys were lining up the stars. You know. <laughs> but wouldn't this be a cool U2 song it, if you were to add to the it, – it, re, it reads like lyrics to a song to me. So Bono's yeah. going to be singing. So I think Bono needs to contact – Dude is yeah. love. <laughs> that was my Bono impression. <laughs> Not bad. He, he does do He does sing like that. It's true. He, he sure does. <laughs> yeah. So this this is really cool. This guy that that wrote this, he kind of swept in all of a sudden one day. It was kind of quiet in here, and he came in and um, he talked quite a bit before he even walked around in the museum. And uh, he was very much a, a groovy dude, dude. And, and, <laughs> and I was going to ask. You know, did he look like what he writes? Yes. You know? Yes. And he was even, uh, you know, a musician and and um, uh, talked about shrooms. So, <laughs> so he, he must have been close to our age to talk about these He was things. younger. Oh. He was younger. Yeah, I'd you say know, in okay. his 30s or oh, so. Oh, well, that's a little younger. Yeah. Just a bit. Yeah. Well. So... Um, so he was just all over, all over the dude thing. I picture a felt hat, some octagon <laughs> sunglasses. I can't remember. I think it just had on a t-shirt, beard and shorts, and, and some flip flops. You know, sort of a goatee, <laughs> a goatee guy. Well, the thing, what what was funny was he had uh, just gotten in his car that morning and just took off, and he didn't know where he was going. 
And he just happened to drive by here, and he saw the sign, and he pulled in. Did he say where he took off from? Yes. Was it far? Interesting enough, Bartlesville. Bartlesville, another connection. Yes. Don't yes. you admire? I lived who, in Bartlesville for a long time. Bartlesville's a cool yeah. town. Yeah. Don't you admire someone who says, I'm going to get in my car. I have no direction, but I have, there are lots of roads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go somewhere. Yeah, and he was just heading east. Head which east. is another band. <laughs> There's is... never been any reason. <laughs> uh, okay. Save my life. I'm <laughs> going, going down, down for the, the last time. You got me going. I'm not going to be quiet. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Dude. Dude. I like I like all the dude sentiments. You know, it's a very, um, this is a very Walt Whitman-esque poem in terms of its generosity. And as you're just reading it. And you just feel this is a person with their hands, you know, wide open and just accepting. And In a Victorian era, this guy could be substituting the word do for gentleman, to be a proper gentleman. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's kind of a hippie point. Yeah, it is very hippie. Very hippie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Much love, my dudes. Much love. And I, I do like how he ended it, where he just, because it. It kind of just, he got, he stopped saying dude and just went down to the word unity and then repeating, we are never alone. We are never alone. Mm-hmm. I love that. I will. And it makes me wonder whether he has experienced, obviously he has the feeling of being alone and then he's climbed out of that and uh, mm-hmm. giving, now he's giving advice to, as a dude, to other dudes. Mm-hmm. When, of course, when I read the poem, the first thing I think of is um, the big Lebowski because of Jeff Bridges' character in there, who is called the Dude, the Dude, and expected you to call him the Dude, and that's how he. I've got to revisit that. My, si- my twin sister loves that movie. She's such a big fan of him. It's a. It's not one of the Coen Brothers' best, I don't think, but it's still. It's still a very worthy movie. It's got some great lines in it. Yeah. And the uh, Sam Elliott is the character who narrates the movie. He's the stranger. And he says of the dude, he's the laziest man in L.A. County. <laughs> <laughs> he said he, uh, here's the description I liked, a terminally relaxed. Terminally relaxed. <laughs> Ain't no coming out of that coma. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to start the church of the Latter-day Dude. Yeah. And uh, there's one scene in there where he's always carrying around a white Russian drink. Okay. He's always fixing him a white Russian. I actually thought about having white Russians for this episode, but. Uh, unfortunately, I have a very bad sense memory of a white Russian incident oh. from my college days, mm-hmm. which was a long time ago, mm-hmm. and that's how bad it was that I still remember it. See, because so I can't drink a white they're very Russian. Strong and very sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got cream in it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, that's why we're not having white Russians. I'm sorry, Bill. Yeah. Okay. I'm but anyway, so there's you. a scene where the p- a policeman is throwing him in the back of this car, and he's and he's holding a white Russian. He says, "Hey, be careful, man. This be careful of the beverage, man. <laughs> <laughs> no spillage. We want no spillage be here. Be careful, man. There's yeah. a beverage here. Yeah. Yeah." <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, you know, Dude. Cream is another rock band. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna thread that, thread that uh, shoe as long as I can. I'm gonna lace it. Well, um, so yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Now, I um, cheated on Uh-oh. my on my lover. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, the online etymology dictionary. You know, and I went. Doctor Phil's gonna be. I went to the Oxford soon. English Dictionary instead. Uh-oh. You like the British accents, don't you? That's what's going on. 
<laughs> well, the thing is, you know, how I like to uh, look up word origins. If y'all listen to our podcast at all, you know that we d- we're uncertain. We don't mm-hmm. know the actual um, etymological mm-hmm. origin of this word. So all we can go on is when um, it was first used mm-hmm. and what it might have derived from. Mm-hmm. And it was first used in a poem in 1883. But then also, it's considered to be something that comes from the the word uh, from the song "Yankee Doodle Dandy." That was interesting. It comes to me. from from yeah. Doodle. Um, there's an article on uh, BBC.com, and it's from the she's this woman who writes for it also works for Oxford English Dictionary. It's, she says it's thought that "dude" is an abbreviation of "doodle" and "Yankee Doodle," and probably refers to the newfangled dandy that the song describes. And it was originally sung in the late 18th century by British soldiers who wanted to lampoon the American colonists when they were at war. And But the ditty by the end of the 19th century had been embraced in the U.S. as a patriotic anthem. Well, did was Doodle spelled originally D-U-D-E? No, apostrophe L, no. or was it always spelled? It just got sh- shortened to, to dude, the sound of dude, and then the I guess the spelling changed after that. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A Yankee dude will dandy you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe. I don't know. You know. Well, the poem that came out in 1883 that people talk about, there's another article online. This one is uh, from the Oxford University Press blog by Anatoly Lieberman. And he's given the uh, history of the word dude. And of course, he mentions Oscar Wilde. He was probably the most famous dude ever, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of dressing. Like oh, a, yes. Yeah, uh, dressing dressing up, dressing to, right. like a dandy, I guess yeah. is what it was called. Um, but the poem was kind of making fun of dudes or dandies. And it was a poem that was written by Robert Hill, and it says, Long years ago, in ages crude, before there was a mode, oh, there lived a bird they called a dude, resembling much the dodo. <laughs> Imported dudes are very shy now. Oscars cross the ocean, but native dudes soon learn to fly and seem to like the notion. And it goes on, and it's just making fun of people, men particularly, who, who like to dress nicely. Because, that leads me to my <laughs> point, the definition of dude is, yes. according to Webster's, a man who pays excessive attention to his dress, wardrobe, and appearance. Mm-hmm. However, I think women tend to like dudes, and you know, yeah. men like dudes too, let's be fair. Yeah. I mean, you know, you want, a, you want a guy that pays attention to his appearance mm-hmm. and his physical and takes care of himself. Yeah. Well, yeah. seeing the irony is, I was talking about the Big Lebowski. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges' character in that is total it's the total opposite. Yeah, because yeah, he's just walking around in some. It's a Pendleton sweater, but he has like a white t-shirt on under it, and mm-hmm. I guess they're shorts, but they just look like boxers. You know, just walk. <laughs> and jellies. He's wearing clear jelly sandals. Jellies. Yeah, they make jellies for men. Uh, yes, and uh, I read somewhere on some trivia thing that those were actually belonged to Bridges and he he, he brought them and he wore them but yeah he, he pretty much looked like a slob through the, <laughs> <laughs> through the slovenly <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh yeah so it's interesting that that was the original right was the well here's here's another one of the things that that, that bbc.com article said that the the phrase or the dude it entered the popular discourse in the early 1880s as a shorthand for 
foppishly turned out male followers of the aesthetic movement, a short-lived artistic vogue that championed superficial fashion and decadent beauty. Foppish. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a nice word. <laughs> that's a that's a name for a rabbit or a band. You know? Yeah, but it's always used derogatory, you know, in derogatory sense too. Well, but you know, most people don't know that. Yeah. You know, we'll rededicate it. I found out that dude ranch, dude ranches are becoming all the rage because maybe people are too suburbanized. But in the western U.S., a dude ranch is in the western U.S. a cattle ranch, cattle ranch converted to a vacation resort for tourists. Mm-hmm. This. That just cracked me up. <laughs> you know, I picture the seven-year itch in Maryland and that guy that lived below here, and they're going out to this, you know, uh, little farm dude ranch place to ride on hay wagons and do this and that. Why did you picture them going? Because that was a very city movie. Yeah, yeah. and, and he, they were wearing very these bandanas urban. around their necks you know, when they went yeah. and left the city, you know. and uh, Well, you know, that movie, City Slickers. City Slickers. They go to a dude ranch, Yes, they, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah. They get all duded up. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, they get duded up in the um, the three amigos in in, oh. the, in the in this Mexican attire. Yes. that's a form of duding up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing, because you know, what's your version of uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy that you remember? Yankee Doodle went to town, town riding on a pony, stuck a feather in his cap, and called it macaroni. Okay. Okay. Macaroni. Yeah. I found an interesting thing about macaroni, too. So that was the leading food of Italy, especially in Naples and Genoa. 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 Mm-hmm. It was used in English by 1769 to mean a fop or a dandy. That's what they called a dude. They called him a macaroni. Oh, my goodness. So I wonder if that's why that's in the Yankee Doodle. Well, no doubt. <laughs> if, it, if it's if it's The doodle, song that we sang as kids, you know, Doodle and macaroni. macaroni. Yeah, because yeah. I always thought, why would you stick a piece of pasta? How would it even attach to your cap? That must be why. And it was considered um, in the 18th century an exotic dish yeah. in England at the time. And so there were these young men like Oscar Wilde who dressed very nicely and traveled the continent, and they ate macaroni. Mm-hmm. And so it got associated with them. Did you ever think of that Yankee Doodle Dandy as like they looked at girls as being, let them be handy? For a change, hand, hand, hand. <laughs> I just, oh my, it's all of a sudden. Yankee We're back doodle. to the hand. That 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 jarred me. It's like hand. It's almost like squirrel. You got my attention. <laughs> hand, hand, finger, thumb. <laughs> oh no! Now we've gone to Doctor Seuss. Or, no, that's not Doctor Seuss. I, I love that that kid's book though. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, hand, hand, finger, some dum diddy dum diddy dum dum dum. That's a that's an Oklahoma <laughs> thing. I wasn't raised around that. I was reading the wild where the wild things are and other things like that. Well, I and, read that too. Yeah. Okay, going back to macaroni because I love macaroni. Mm-hmm. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, just with butter, butter and salt and pepper. You don't have to do nothing else to it. That's true. It's just macaroni. That's a, so, there was a macaroni club in England, um, in by 1764, and it was composed of young men who sought to introduce, this is what the OED said, elegancies of dress and bearing from the continent, which was the immediate source of the usage in English. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) 
And then macaroni became used to refer to a medley or something extravagant to please the idle fancy. Mm-hmm. So when was macaroni introduced here again? I, I don't know. And, but, but it has that doesn't have that meaning at all yeah. anymore as far as I know. No. No, it is lo- it, it's been lost. I don't yeah, and I don't think we think of macaroni as elegant an elegant food, do we? No. It, we're, it's, it's thought of as a convenience comfort food. Yeah, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Simple. Green chili mac and cheese. Yeah. You know. Yeah, very middle class. Twice baked, oven baked. I consider it an olive garden staple. You know, it's forbidden to me, but I still eat it. So yeah. Who who has forbidden you uh, macaroni? The, is it your intestines? It's my pancreas that no longer functions <laughs> properly. That says, thou shalt eat no macaroni before it's time. And it's not time yet. Yeah. But I, but I do. I love it. Spaghetti, macaroni, rigatoni, lasagna, piccatoni. Uh, I don't know. All those, all those Italian people. People? Uh, people who make Italian food, or, you know, <laughs> Marzotti, Raguli, Ragosi, Ragosu. I went to school with all, a lot of those people because in my high school, a lot of the New York transplants, their children went to my high school. So a lot, I went to school with a lot of New Yorkers mm-hmm. in uh, Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Why did they come to New Mexico it was from like, New York? It, it was like a snowbird type of a, you know, they. I think that was heavily promoted in, in the Long Island, New York area. And they they were moving to kind of buy a piece of the promise back in the early 70s, late From 60s. York to Mexico. From York to they Mexico. They just had to make them new. Make it new. They, brought, it. they brought their Yankee Doodle down there. Make, you know, that there's a, I, I sense a little uh, creativity that, that needs to be written down. From York to Mexico, from here to Yon, from hither to Yon, <laughs> from Yin to Yang, from Lace to Tie. Well, I mean, that's quite the, the pilgrimage, you know, of uh, European yes. Americans yes, moving down to where we have the, you know. Yes. Mexi- yes. <laughs> that's true. I just lost the word. Well, you, you almost thought of New Mexico as being Mexico, which is not, which is a common mistake because people say, you live in Mexico? And I'm like, well, sort of, but there's a new in front of no, it. No, I was almost saying South America, but that's not what I meant. Oh. Right, right. But South America, we're, we're, we're sort of in towards Central America. Mm-hmm. And Mexico obviously was all, all, used to be all the way up in Colorado and Utah. <laughs> y'all, didn't know, y'all didn't know you were going to get a geography yeah. lesson. A oh, bad, you got me started. A bad, a and, bad I'm, one. and I'm gesturing too. <laughs> he has Mexico. both his hands over, arms yeah. over his head for some reason. Let me people. give you all a lesson. I don't know. Let me give you You'll all be a able lesson. to watch him. You'll be able to watch all the hand gestures next week <laughs> if you tune in to our 100th. Episode. Oh, that means I've got to shave and shower and all that stuff. Oh, you know, man. I hate that. Man. i got to become a dude. i got to become a dude for that episode. I did find an old poem, and I don't know where, what magazine it was in, but because it was something I found on Reddit, and most people on Reddit aren't very good about so you read attributing it on Reddit? things. Yeah. Okay. They're not very good about attributing things. Oh. It looks kind of old to me, and it's called A Dude, and it's a concrete poem. So it's a poem in the shape of a person who's wearing a, you know, a top hat. He looks like he's got ant, ant eyes. I'm not sure what those two eyes are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll With share ears? the picture on wackypoemlife.com. But it just starts out, this is a dude. His ears protrude. This must be his ears. Yes. In the most expansive magnitude. His collar of the latest state surrounds a neck 
attenuate. Attenuate. <laughs> it's hmm. a weird poem. Yeah. Dude. 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 I like That's I weird. like I like our dude's dude poem a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that our guy, our author, to be youngish as you said, to use the word un- unabashed is not a common word for a young dude to use. If that's really what it says. Which, that's what I think he said. So that, <laughs> that's my interpretation. So. There's one word. You all can look at this on the hand. Oh, that would be fun. That I couldn't figure out what it was. All of our and listeners Bill need said to it was unabashed. Enlarge that and tell us what you think it is. I love that word, but yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that's what it I'm is. I'm not sure either, but it sounded like but, it could be. But it could be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's possibility. Mm-hmm. When it's, it certainly is uh, a long word. <laughs> I enlarged it many. I enlarged it many times because I was on a mission. I was on a mission. I did too, and I just didn't have. A, I didn't have good luck with it. Yeah, yeah. My dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude. I was wondering why. And again, I'm getting back to to the where he placed this. Mm-hmm. Couldn't he have placed this in multiple areas of the category tip category, or is love? Does that make the most sense to you? You know. Well. I guess it's about loving yourself. I thought it would be more of a memory, you know, more of a... But it doesn't tell a specific memory. But I think it tells of... uh, Well, you're right. It's kind of like giving advice, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, because the first line, get to know the dude inside of you, that's where where love starts. Yeah. There's a a short story I love, I just now thought of, just made the connection... Um, by Carson McCullers. It's called A Tree, A Rock, A Cloud. And there's a line in it where a guy's talking about where love has to start. Because he's, he's had all these failed relationships in his life. And he, he's blamed the women all, all his life. And he finally realizes that love has to start with a tree, a rock, a cloud. You have to just love the world that you are in, mm-hmm. first of all, before you can love another person. Yeah. Have, yeah. a, have affection for or affinity for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. have you thought that um, as far as human affection and connection goes, you know, um, dude love, the love for a man for another man or the like for a man for another man is one of the most controversial and um, n- not approved of uh, forms of affection on earth. Yeah. Women to women is not exactly it's, – it's, women it, – I've always liked this. Woman is woman's natural ally. There's, there's, your sisterhood is, is a prime example, but you know, it's like, dude, love each other. You know, you, you uh, mm-hmm. it's not, not bad, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think that the original meaning of the word, it was attacking, it was attacking men and it was attacking, especially maybe not gay, but effeminate, you know, just men who like to uh, which, wear, dress nicely, which Yes. Um, sort of categorizes the gay population back, you know, to yes. this day. Oh, yeah. People who are overly fashionable. Mm-hmm. That's where the term, I think, metrosexual came in. Yeah, yeah. You know, the dudes that were into their... And now, everyone, uh, most guys who are into, into that, or a lot of guys are into that, you know, so... Yeah, yeah. Dressing, it's always, it's dressing all, well. Dressing yeah. well, grooming well, mm-hmm. dancing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the love of poetry, for example... Mm-hmm. It's not a doodly thing. Or, uh, uh, was to uh, this dude. Was to this dude. Right, was to this dude. But uh, typically, for example, uh, in last night's uh, uh, session here, we it had was a book club meeting here at, at the museum. Wonderful, but yeah. it was. It's always uh, mostly women. There were mm-hmm. several of us there, mm-hmm. but uh, and and as I was saying to you earlier, 
poetry is even on is to this day controversial. To this, it was in today's headlines about uh, we we have a, a, a senator who thinks that our armed arms armed armed forces are in the Navy hearing poetry on a loudspeaker or PA system makes them weak or it, it, it interferes with our military readiness. Mm-hmm. I thought, my gosh. Yeah. And I and I even posted. I said I'm talking about this on the podcast today. So I just did. <laughs> so I just I disagree. Let me say that. Well, I mean, it's the the interest. This is why I love about words and word origins, and why I'm always talking about that is because they do they are meaningful. They do tell us about the society that we live in, and um, you know they can they can be funny. They can be stereotypical. They can just be things that make it easy for us to put a label on someone. And that's what I thought would do. I mean, it did start off, and it was a negative term. And it was um, something where men were being made fun of because Mm -hmm. they cared about how Mm -hmm. they dressed. And then, like you said, it turned into this thing about anybody who was just in the least bit urban, I guess, Um, that that dude was associated with them, like a dude ranch, you know, that Mm. you couldn't survive out on the the dude ranch. And the dude ranch is just for for people that don't know how a real rancher or how a real cowboy lives. Uh, And then it became, and like you said, it is today. It was was the surfers adopted it, and now it's just, it's kind of an innocuous word now. It's how young people address (laughs) each other when they want to. Dude, did you see this movie? It's funny how it just boomerangs. Mm -hmm. It used to be this, then it was that, Mm -hmm. now that, Mm -hmm. back to this. And and going back to what you said about this senator, whoever he was, who shall remain uh, who was yeah, who was who was griping about the armed forces listening to a poem a day in the morning. Well, he obviously does not know his history. He does not realize that poetry was the first literary art. He doesn't know that poetry came about because we had to use it in order to survive and get along with one another and remember things. Mm-hmm. We use poetry for all of that mm-hmm. before the written word. He doesn't know any of that stuff. He doesn't know that um, that this happens in a lot of places that people start their day with a poem. When Billy Collins was a poet laureate of the U.S., that was what he really started. That was his big program was having in schools over the intercom when they do the announcements in the morning also do a poem. Mm-hmm. And so he had books that came out, and they were called Poetry 180, because typical school days, 180 days. And there was a poem in there for, for every day, and mm-hmm. a lot of schools use those. And mm-hmm. What the heck is wrong with starting your day with a poem? Nothing. You know, it, 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 it's sort of, it, what's wrong with starting it with meditation, prayer, whatever it takes to get you calm and centered and motivated. What this guy doesn't know could fill, fill a football stadium. There's a connotation there. There's a clue, everyone. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I just, I just, I have to let it go. Let yeah. it, let it go, dude. Let it go, let it go dude. Yeah. Let it go, dude. Dude, let it go. Uh, have let a white Russian. Oh man, that, have a bever- that would let it go. Have a beverage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a beverage. Calm down. Put on your pendulum sweater and your undershirt. <laughs> my ascot, boxers, ascot sweater, and my and my uh, uh, tie and whatever those the white spats over shoes I always thought were so dashing you know i thought that was so cool looking but see you know isn't that just that's just uh, that's just how the world is how the world works is people change with time you can't get stuck you can't get stuck don't get stuck in the past and just like the word dude has changed with time and don't words put, don't get stuck and don't put people in boxes and say this no. is how they must be and this is how they must behave and this is how it always will be stop doing that Right, because we're, we're dude, advising you. 
Dude is love. Dude is love. Yeah. And we are never alone. My dude. You and big dude together. Yeah. Much love, my dude. Unity. Bring little dude if you have if you have a little dude. Maybe we're all dudes, big and small. Maybe the little dude is we all have little dudes inside of us that we want to groom and to, you know, remember. Yeah. Because when I was a little dude, I would I would automatically go in, in my room and put on my blue glittery sport jacket i would i would grease down my hair with grill cream yeah, and i would glittery put a, sport jacket and i and i would put on my roman cherry cologne <laughs> serious and i would sit on the couch now my brothers had to notice me because that meant i wanted to go to the drive in i wouldn't say anything but we would they would automatically take me to to the drive in for a coke you were a dude i was a dude you were a dude i was billy. A big time billy billy was a dude <laughs> but i never said anything and that meant Dude was ready to go for a Coke. <laughs> Dude needed a beverage at the drive-in. That's right. Dude needs a drink. <laughs> I got the cologne on. Oh Come my on. Oh, gosh, that smelled awful. Roman cherry. I'm sure it was 37 cents a bottle. It sounds like something that would... It's from the local, yeah. I think, uh, Five and Dime. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, you all have wasted a perfectly good 30 minutes <laughs> listening to dude, us. Dude, you have not. Go on about the dude. You have not. Ne- never a waste. No. Never. Well, you don't have much time left either to come in and see the dude in person because when we get our new exhibit up next month, um, the 15 tip, everything's going to go down. Okay. Yeah. So the Tipping whole, over. Right. And we're replacing it with witches the everywhere. Witches. Yeah. yeah. Everything about witches. The witches of Mays County. Witches of <laughs> Yeah. Witches of Witchwick. We'll see if we can get run out of Maze County with our witches. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Yeah. So thank you all. And uh, I think that's. Dude, think I've we, enjoyed this. We dude. beat it out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, go have yourself a beverage. And um, somebody uh, calls you a name or tells you you can't um, listen to poetry in the morning, you can just say, yeah, well, you know. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, and or just say, dude, shut up. <laughs> Don't <laughs> a dog, hey. Bye, guys. <laughs>